Hello world, this is an NTO podcast production. I am B. Chuck, and this is where you want to be at. What you're about to hear is not a test. It's information given solely for entertainment purposes only. Now, if you learn something new, kudos to you. If not, and you just like to hear me talk about random things, even better. With that said and out the way, let's have a good time, and I welcome you to my world. This is Into Your Podcast. Yo, 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 what it is, what it do, I'm good, how about you? This is your hostess with the mostest, the man with the motherfucking master plan, the Negro with the lingo, your boy B. Chuck, putting live for another interview podcast, live and direct from the spot, may I add, and I got another creepy one for you, since this is the creeping month of October, Halloween, and all that good shit, I love this month, love it. Love the time of year I'm watching a hell of a lot of horror movies and all the creepy shit going on. I'm doing all that. Got to. And yes, I am 38 years old. And yes, I still love Halloween. I go trick-or-treating if I could, but my old ass won't get no candy because that would be kind of creepy. Which is why I'm talking about creepy shit. Moving along. Uh, yeah, man. I got some creepy urban legends that people have never really heard of. Some of these may have originated from other stories some of these may have come from other stories but nonetheless these are some urban legends that people have never really heard of some of these when i heard of them i was like damn like this shit is yeah i ain't never heard of this shit but it is creepy as fuck so from the tippy from the top we're gonna start with this one this one is called the vanishing hotel room so the story is in 1889, a mother and a daughter were traveling through Europe when the mother suddenly fell ill. After arriving in Paris, the duo booked a room in a luxury hotel and the mother went to bed immediately. Her daughter was concerned and sent for the resident doctor. The physician gave the mother a prescription and the daughter set off on a frustrating journey. She walked around the city struggling to find any kind of doctor or any kind of anybody who actually spoke English as she did not speak French. Okay. After finally returning to the hotel with the medicine, the daughter was astonished to find the hotel room was empty and her mother was gone. More than that, though, the room looked completely different. The curtains were different. The carpet was different. The wallpaper was different. Everything in the fucking room was different. The daughter looked around for their luggage and then confirmed that she was in the right room, but it was nowhere to be found. Finding the cleaning lady outside the room, the daughter asked if the woman had seen her mother. The cleaning lady simply stared at her and then turned around and walked away. Don't know why the fuck she did that other than the fact I think one of them spoke French, the other one spoke English. Who fucking knows? But that's fucking rude. Approaching other hotel staff, she asked them what the hell was going on and have they seen her mother and they did the same shit. All the staff as well as the hotel manager denied ever having seen the mother and the daughter before. The daughter ran off to the embassy hoping that she could find someone who'd be able to help her. But the officials there decided she was insane and sent her to a mental institution. Being trapped in an asylum with no one who would hear her story, the daughter went insane for real and died a few years later. 
Yeah. That that's a pretty fucked up story. So imagine yourself, you go to a hotel, right? And you this ain't even no 1408 type type shit. It is 1408 type shit because I think this is what 1408 came from, maybe. But at the same time, you go to a hotel, you check into a room, you get in that room, only to leave that room and come back, and that room ain't your room. Not only is it ain't your room, it ain't even the same fucking room that you went into in the first place. Then you ask everybody else what the fuck is going on. They looking at you like, man, who the fuck are you? You What are you doing here? You ain't got no room here. So you just in the episode of the Twilight Zone. That's it. That, that's the only thing I can say. That's the only thing I can say. So, yeah, that's a pretty creepy one. That, that's pretty creepy. You know what I'm saying? So I got another one. This uh this one I think comes from Sydney, Australia. And this one is a pretty creepy one, which is and I, and I say this is a pretty creepy one. This is actually very, very creepy because this is the reason why every time I get in my car, I always look in the back seat if it's at night. This type shit here. Alright, so this comes from I think Sydney, Australia. If I'm if I'm reading this correctly, it comes is it comes from Sydney, Australia. And this takes place in Wakehurst uh, Wakehurst Parkway. And it connects to Seaforth, uh, is it Seaforth Nabrian? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Seaforth Nabrian Deep Creek Reserve. All right, so several motorists who traveled this road have reported their car, car radios suddenly malfunctioning or car doors locking for no apparent reason. One of these unexplained tales tells the story of Kelly, a girl who was attacked and murdered along Wade Hurts Parkway in the 1970s. Kelly appears in the backseat of an unsuspecting driver and runs the car off the road if the driver does not notice her. If he does see her, he should yell, get out, Kelly, to avoid being become uh, to avoid becoming another road statistic. Shit. Yeah, that's creepy as fuck. I'm sitting here right now recording. I look behind me two or three times and I ain't even in the motherfucking car. That shit, that is creepy. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking with me, boy. I got some chills going on my spine with that one, baby. Yeah, buddy. That, that's a creepy one that right there, baby. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so next time y'all get in the car, y'all better look behind you. And if you see somebody in the car, when you look in the rearview mirror, when you look behind you, get the fuck out. <laughs> that's my advice. Get the fuck out. Even if you're driving, hit the brakes and get the fuck out. You can buy another car. You can't buy another life. Fuck all that. Let's see. I got another one. This one is called Seven Sisters Road. All right. So in the early 1900s, a young man became enraged during a massive argument with his parents inside the house he shared with them and his seven sisters. He stormed out without resolving the issue and paced the woods close to his home. A plane. A plan formed in his mind and he waited until his parents left the house. He went back inside and led his sisters out one by one, hanging each one of them by the neck from a tree in a perfect fucking row. Many years later, the seven trees had been cut down to make way for a road just a few miles south of Nebraska City. This road became known as Seven Sisters Road after reports emerged that screams, echoings, and things of that paranormal activity takes place during the night and car headlights dimming on their own as the motorists traveled along this road. 
Some drivers even claim to have heard bells ringing in the darkness. Others say they have seen red eyes staring at them from the shadows. Wee-wee! Boy, this is some creepy shit here. Shit's got my got my my my, my skin a crawling and all types of shit, boy. Oh shit. Yeah, man. Uh the fact that a motherfucker would take his seven sisters out the house because he's mad at his parents and hang them one by one in a tree. Yeah, that's some pretty sick shit. I can understand why, you know, why uh, they they would cut some shit down and be like, nah, we need to erase this shit. I can understand why, because this is a part of history that you don't want people to get used to or knowing. But that's just me. Um, yeah. Uh, damn, that's creepy. Son of a bitch. Whew. Uh, so, yeah, I got another one. Another creepy story. This one is out of Hawaii. Uh, it says here, this is called oh, the Drowned Boy of Hawaii. A small village on the big island of Hawaii is the center of paradise living as well as a tragedy that haunts its residents to this day. It is said that a group of children were playing along the pond in the village in 1947 when one of the boys lost his foot and fell into the water. His friends ran to help him immediately and rescue divers were on the scene within minutes. When the divers located the boy at the bottom of the pond, they were shocked to see his lifeless body propped up on a rock. It was as though the boy was sitting calmly while waiting to be rescued. Yeah, that's pretty fucking creepy. Uh, his eyes and mouth were wide open and his body was swaying along with the movement of the water. The divers shook off the chills creeping down their spines and brought the body back up to the surface. While the villagers tried to forget about the tragedy and move on with their life, it seems that the boy that drowned refused to let him. Reports started to come in surfacing that an unseen figure or fingers tugging at pants of those who walked along the pond. And people became convinced that the spirit of the dead boy had remained in the water. I had to pause for a second there because I, I just had to, I was imagining walking in a like walking in a pond like right at the, the the shoreline of a pond and something just grabs at your fucking leg i already can't swim but that's enough to keep me from going in the motherfucking water ever again that's just me so they believed that they wanted to drag like that he wanted to drag them into the pond so they could join him in his watery grave Years passed without another incident. Then one day, a young boy was strolling along the shoreline of the pond when something dragged him into the water. His father, who was walking ahead of the boy, turned around to see his son disappearing into the water. When the divers found the youngster, he was also perched on a rock at the bottom of the pond with his eyes and mouth wide open. Fortunately, the boy was resuscitated once the divers brought him back to the surface. After this incident, the villagers started hearing cries, faint cries, coming from the pond at night. It was rumored that the crying will continue until the boy finds a substitute to replace his spirits in the depths of the pond. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> that shit. Duh. Shit. What am I doing to myself? This is some creepy ass shit. Damn. Yeah, that's enough to keep your ass out the water for a long ass time. I know it will for me. Damn. 
Just imagine just walking on the shoreline of a pond and somebody just grabs at your damn ankle while you walking. Not even pulling you on. You just feel some tug on you. I bet your ass won't go in that water no more. I bet you won't go in that water no more. Shit. But yeah. That was that those were another set of uh some those those were some urban legends, creepy stories, you know. Some that were not well known that I had to search the internet. The, the the bowels of the internet, if you will, on this in this creepy ass month, um, to to see if uh, people even heard of these, you know. And I mean, honestly, these seems like some some stories that people have never really heard of or never known about. Um, I know uh, I know the first one that I did. That one seemed like uh, it was that fourteen oh eight was inspired by that one. But the other ones I did, nah. The, the other one I talked about, like no, those those are pretty fucking creepy. I ain't never heard of none of those. I ain't I ain't never even had a faint idea that those even existed. But I tell you the fuck what, the one about the water though, y'all just talking about. No, buddy, you got one time, one motherfucking time for that shit happened to me, and I'm done. Not going back in the water for that one. No sir, Bob. Um, but yeah. Uh, those were some creepy ass urban legends that people have never, uh, never either never heard about, haven't heard about much, or don't really know they exist. Those were just some. Um, yeah. Creepy ass month of October, creepy ass time. Month of Halloween. I love doing what I'm doing, you know. But I will be back for another one very, very soon. So until then, y'all take care of one another one. You know what I'm saying? Y'all love each other. Be cool with one another one. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking up my words again, but hey, look, I'm sorry. You know, I'm slurring my words a little bit. And, and, you know, as a matter of fact, today's drink is New Amsterdam Peach. It's low on alcohol. It's low on uh, alcohol content. <laughs> it's low on alcohol content, but it's pretty goddamn good. I do like drinking it. I think it's a smooth over drink after you've already been drinking a little bit. Just to kind of get it on out of there. You know what I'm saying? Well, get it in there, whichever one you're doing. I <laughs> see what I did though. Anyway, um, thank y'all for checking me out, man. Thank y'all for sticking with me and listening to my podcast. Uh, as y'all know, I like to keep my podcast raw, uh, uncut. You know, I do what I do. I say what I say and I mean what I mean. I don't like to do a lot of editing with the shit that I'm doing because I want to make this shit organic. So all the slurs and all that shit that y'all hearing, hey, look, that's just me having a good time doing the stories that I love to do, man. And I appreciate y'all sticking with me. So until... The next one, y'all be easy, be safe, love one another. I'll see you in the next one. Deuces.